in children, that's really true. I mean, the, the, when they have sleep disorder breathing, they can be mean in the morning, and that's because they didn't sleep very well. So it is, it, it, and actually, if you if you look at some sleep studies, if they if they wake you early uh, and they ask you to write down adjectives, they tend to be negative and, and sort of not great. But if you had a night, great night's sleep, you know, you're more positive in the morning. Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our overgloves together for Tooth Life, Irene and Katrina, the wine genist. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps, with your peep. Irene, it's just me today. I am solo. I'm running solo. That's not true. I have a poodle next to me and a poodle behind me. We have two poodles in the house, but we have no Katrinarine because Katrinarine is doing something magical. If you haven't watched her Instagram stories, um, our lovely, the dental wine genist is in Rwanda, um, doing a pretty beautiful thing. Um, as you all know, I mean, you've heard us talk about it and you've kind of heard it in real life if if you've been listening to our podcast for the last little bit. Um, Katrina lost both her mom and her dad, and this year, this week, this moment in time, she and her family are in Rwanda donating a library in their name. So it's pretty beautiful, and um, I... I love that she's doing this. I love that she's doing this with her family and that Dale gets to be there. Dale's his real name, not the lumbersexual, as I call him. Um, and it's just really wonderful. So I'm going to just do this intro to you, girl. I know we were going to try and do this together, but her Wi-Fi has not been um, cooperating for obvious reasons. She's like literally in the middle of Africa. And uh, yeah, so this this is this is just, I'm just a placeholder right now waiting for my partner to get back, my partner in crime. This episode we recorded uh, a little while ago. I'm just going to leave it here. I'm not going to do a song. I'm going to just let you guys enjoy this amazing episode with Dr. Mark Danola. Um, and uh, I won't catch you on the flip side. We're just going to leave all of the storytelling of what happened at ADHA for next week's episode when Katrina returns because it was definitely a story that must be shared between two humans Um and not just me telling you the disaster that I've had in travel life. Um, so yeah, let's just do that. Okay, enjoy. Talk to you later. Peace out, peeps. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, Peeps, with your peeps, Irene, and the fiery ginger on the other side there of the purple is. room, wearing her tank top and her fabulous glasses, Katrina. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Irene. How are you? Are you good? I'm just, you know, living my best life. I'm holding a, a poodle who has separation anxiety because I was too far away today. So wow. he's just in my arms right now if you hear him. He's just being a baby. That That's is just what is I'm doing. It. We have a fabulous yes. guest just awaiting the introduction to take the red carpet onto the stage of this Tell fabulous him. podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Mark Dinola. Hello. Hello. Thanks for inviting How me. How are you to this fine, fine day? I'm good. I got honey and Earl Grey. I'm I'm oh, really happy. I'm too, like, I have gin tea. and lemonade. That's, I have a protein shake. Um, 
So I'm obviously the lamest we're all one. Di- we're, all we're all doing very different things, but yes. whatever we're all that different is, levels is what it's all good. This is so good. Um, so yes. welcome to the podcast. Um, you've heard a couple of our episodes, but I want to I want to um, uh, ask Irene to begin by. Yes, you are the founder of, I I have so many questions. You're the founder of the Dental Wellness Center, which isn't a typical dental practice. You are, you, you treat people that have chronic neck issues, shoulder issues, headaches, insomnia. You've developed a bunch of different ways to treat kind of the whole body. And you've been practicing for many years, which I want you to tell me about uh, what it's like to be a dentist in Maryland. But there's a few kind of hot topics that I know that you yes. talk about, um, primarily sleep apnea, systemic health issues, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, I mean, the whole oral systemic link. Um, and then root canals, the effects that the energy of or root canals have affecting, I, I want to know all about that. Oh my gosh, that. I'm yes. I feel like there's so much. We're not, go- we're not going... We're not going there first. No, we'll go there at the oh, end. No, How about gotta, that? We got to warm it up. We got to warm, warm it up. It up. Yeah, yeah, let's warm it up. So let let's. That's the end of, end of the tooth anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's do a little bit of a way back playback. Let's do pre dental stuff. I mean, um, tell me about you. Tell me about where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Maryland? Tell me about everything. Go back to like elementary school. Katrina likes to know if you played in the band. That's her question. I guess. Uh... Yeah. Go do it. Well, I used I I won't I say really trombone. go into my music. I was going to say trombone. I basically no, I'm not a trombone. A guitar. I started with a little bit of guitar. Okay, but All right. I don't play do anything now. But I wanted to be a dentist since I was eight, so that no. brings me back to that period. My mother's an artist, or uh, was an artist. She passed, but um, I have her art around me all the time. No. And um, and I wanted to be a doctor, but then I watched Mash, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want people to die right in front of me. You I know. love how we all use so, television to yeah. dictate what <laughs> what norm of a career looks like. It's like oh, Grey's yeah. Anatomy looks so fabulous. Yeah. I want to be a doctor and work in a beautiful hospital. I walked the halls of my – I went to an ENT appointment this morning and I walked the halls and it's like dark and dingy. I'm like, this looks yeah, nothing this like not, Grey's Anatomy. And no, no one is sleeping with anyone, no. evidently. <laughs> I'm 56 and I'm learning to use the vernacular. Like, so I'll say, uh, you know, for example, I'll say I saw on, on Instagram or I, I looked at, I saw a TikTok. Oh. There's an actually a, a, a Janice who's uh, holistic on TikTok. She's very pretty and cool. And What's she does like cool stuff. Uh, I, I, I You'll have, have to send, me, to yeah, send that, it to me but, after. Yeah, I could send it to you. Yeah. I mean, you probably could search for it on the, on the internet. Then you could. The internet has a lot of the things internet. on it. Yes. It sure does. The internet. The interweb. Yeah. The World Wide Web of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, anyway, going so so I, you know, in focused on biology in, in undergrad, uh, working on my, you know, master or P, uh, biology degree. Um, and then I knew I was gonna go to dental school at that point. What made you and at the pushed, age of you know, eight want to go to dentistry? Say, like, like, what, how do you, what eight-year-old is like, like at I eight years old, I'm like teeth. still playing with Barbie dolls. I wanted to be an astronaut when I was eight. Like, <laughs> Did you? Well, it's it's like, can we say names of companies? Sure. It's not a problem. Yeah, right? yeah. you well, can it's like swear McDonald's. also. It's like McDonald's. It's like with McDonald's with the toys, you know, it gets you in the, in the, so we had a great, you know, Whoa, it was a, it was a, that actual box. You know, you go to the Ooh. dentist. And it was like a mm-hmm. treasure chest, yeah. which I was like familiar with pirates and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it was very, you know, and and he was a very nice guy. You know, he was a pediatric dentist, and 
Hmm. Uh, but I like to, I am, I work with my hands, you know, and yeah. I like art. So I consider everything I do like a little art project now. So that's, awesome. yeah. that's kind of how I look Dentistry at it. Dentistry is artistry. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're, we're given this connotation of like being carpenters almost like, you know, take things that are broken, we poke back together, but people often forget the beauty that, and the, the delicacy of the things that we do. I mean, think of like porcelain veneers, yeah. like felspathic porcelain was so thin, like Thinner mm-hmm. than a fingernail. Try to say Felspathic three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think people forget and you, you need yeah. to be smart. You need to use both sides of your brain in dentistry. Yeah. And you need your loops. And you need a really You could do your loop commercial loops. if you want. You want to do your... You want to do your loop commercial now? <laughs> yeah. I, I love loops. Yes. I, I basically wore since I fell in love with loops. I have gone up, you know, one point five mm-hmm. since when I first started. What do you but wear I'm fifty six, so I think I'm wearing uh, f- four five or th- four point yeah. five. But I, I know I, I, I did what you said, which was suggested, you know, to go up five point five yeah. or one. Yeah. And I, yeah. But I mean, everything I do, I mean, I'm. You know, we'll talk about detail stuff because when I when I safely remove amalgam yeah. fillings, I'm looking for every little speck. Sure. So, you know, I'm on yeah. it. You know, I'm on it. So I yeah. have so many questions about safely yes. removing amalgam because I worked in a holistic practice before I opened up my own office. Fantastic. And Fantastic. there were so many You're Canadian. I am. You're Canadian. You're the one who just got learned how to make how to do fillings. And I stuff. did. Oh my I gosh, just, he's like yes. stunning wow. you, Irene. I love him. Hello. I know. No, I just heard that <laughs> he's like I just heard the last yeah, podcast. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I cheated. I cheated. You cheated. No, You'd yeah. be surprised how many people haven't listened to episodes and they come on and they're they're and they have like, like no idea. Who are whatsoever. you again? Uh, no, this. Thank I'll call you. you Joe Rogan by accident. Yeah. Is that Joe Rogan next Please to you there? Do. This little Lou here could be Joe Rogan. He, he sure could. Minus the fur. I more, guess. Hair. more hair. More hair. Right. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So we had a whole protocol in place for removing amalgams. Exactly. Even diet like. Vitamin C intake, removing fish, mm-hmm. removing different things out of your meals. I mean, I want to get into that, but let's talk about. Um, so you practice in Maryland, and yes. were you always holistically focused in your? I guess twenty three years you've been practicing since ninety three. I think I read. Well, I'm Italian, and I I was focused on like food, and so I knew what Allison in garlic was when I was in seventh grade or eighth grade. Oh, I mean, wow. ridiculously. So, you know, but I know like when I, I always thought of food as medicine. Um, I wasn't a huge reader when I was younger, but I, you know, became that later. And so I, I'm reading history stuff now, and I like to read a lot about those types of things. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just explore the human body when I was when I was, that sounded funny. You probably would like that the way I chose those Tell words. Tell us more about how you explore uh, the human body. <laughs> well, I've had four children, so. Oh, so he's I've done a lot, of, some... a lot of exploration. And okay. by the end of this episode, we will learn where babies come from. Yes. I'm so excited. Tell me about the storm. Yeah. Well, I made a joke up when I was at a farm, which I learned, I learned about where well, we're going to see, we're going to see the rabbits. So we go in to see the rabbits and they, they say, we're going to mate the rabbits. So they bring the male in there mm-hmm. and, you know, she's telling us ahead of time and she says, uh, she says something like, they, they um, show this to children. She, 
Are you? Yeah. Were you a child well, at this time? Well, no, this was when I was an adult. This was like oh. a few, you know, a few okay. years. Okay. He's like, I'm going to take is, my kids so to the we, farm to show them where babies come deal. from. Well, <laughs> make sure, make sure. I mean, if you want to, I mean, that's an illustration of, you know, procreation, but it's quick and maybe they'll forget exactly all the things that happen there. But <laughs> so what happens with rabbits is rabbits, they, they go really quickly. Yep. Wait, are we talking about actually, this right now? Okay. Yep. I'm for yeah, this. And then I fall off. And then they fall off at the end. They fall right? off, like on their yeah, backs. Yeah, so I made a joke. Like the male, I made the a joke male about... rabbit falls off of the female rabbit. Exactly. It's like it's like it's about you know ten seconds. Not really even. short. It's like you know maybe a freshman in uh, college. College yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then I knew you'd like to talk about yeah. something, but anyway, I made a joke about that I had four children. Yeah. I only fell off one time. Oh. <laughs> I only fell off one time. <laughs> it's kind of a biological joke. But. Oh, that's good. Oh, man. These, that's you know what? Good. I'm so glad. We, we always try to provide something slightly educational on the podcast. Yeah. So thank I you mean, so much. It's now all about biology. You can yeah. get your 0. 0.5 uh, credits, your AGD credits at the end. Just visit the link below. The, the answer to the skill testing question and is they do, you they only They can do that every once. 30 days, right? That's right. 30 yeah. days. We have one yeah. question on the quiz. How yeah. do rabbits mate? Yeah. Um, that's so good. That's so, so where were we going well, with I, that? I, I forget. Well, I guess we were talking about my 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 sort of my focus was on um, that I liked physiology, oh, yeah, biology, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I was okay. always into that. It's your job to keep yeah, track. I was going to say, we're so now doing a very good job of leading this. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, we went down a rabbit hole. Oh, about the oh, rabbit. oh that's a knee slapper. Yeah. That's a dad joke right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. oh, I wrote a joke for the show. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. This is the perfect time. I, I try is... to use humor in my. So uh, a dentist walks into a bar, which I thought you would like that part. Yeah, I do. A dentist walks into a bar, sees two hygienists, and asks, How's your oral microbiota? <laughs> It's funny, right? Well, it's a biological joke, it's, you know, biological. It's, it's dysbiotic, but thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm bleeding right I'm here. I'm crying. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's a funny joke, that is isn't a good it? Joke. It's a good joke. That is a good joke. Yeah. I'll take one on the rocks, please. <laughs> well, it's sort of like you're screening your, you know, if you were if you were dating, you know, you guys are younger than me, but, you know, I didn't have Tinder, but when you're dating, things you know, teeth shouldn't fall out of someone's head, right. you know, when you're talking yeah. to them. Right. You know, I had an yeah, interesting, like I had an interesting patient that ended up going through clear aligner therapy that, um, actually was on a date and said that their gums started bleeding profusely oh, no. while they were on a date because they were at an Italian restaurant and they bit into crusty Italian oh, bread no. and then their gums started bleeding and there was blood in the bread. And this poor guy was just like the sweetest guy ever. But he's oh. like, how yeah. can we fix this? And he had such terrible malocclusion that he was, you know, it, to one point it, it becomes you're unable to effectively clean between your yeah. teeth. Yeah. There are just more yeah. places. The bacteria in your mouth is smart, man. Like it knows yeah. how to move around. When you throw a disclosing agent on there, you can see where these little colonies are living and where they're maturing. And they'll move. They'll move. They'll join another colony and they'll build like a freaking fortress in there. So this poor guy was just trying to go on a date. And can you imagine Katrina being no, on the other just, side of that yeah. table? Oh, yeah, she's just sitting there like, I'm bleeding from your like, mouth. <laughs> I hope that they didn't even uh, order entrees yet. Like that was just the bread that came out with like, the oil. 
I'm like, you need to dip your bread in a little bit more oil, please. Just Ooh. soften it up a bit. But... Oh, wow. Or or just grab some marinara and just leave the yeah, sauce. Yeah, there the you go. Yeah, it was the marinara. That's what it was. Bite into the pizza. <laughs> so, so you t- well, listen, I, I want to talk yeah. to you about, Mal. I could talk to you about a biological principle that you would like that you probably want to ask me about oil pulling, possibly. I mean, What's oil I definitely pulling? want to. Well, here, I, well, here's what I want to do. Before think, we, okay. before we get into the de- I don't know if we're going to debate this. I feel well, like there I, may be so some let's debates. just go. Go. You go with your questions. You said you had so many. Yeah. Yeah. So well, just, let's just start. Let's questions. start with let's your just, philosophy. So you started yes. in. You were always interested in biology, but when you first started practicing dentistry, did you ad- adopt this philosophy from the beginning? And I ask this because the dentist that I previously worked for didn't have that opportunity. At first, she was no. an associate. She worked for somebody else, and and that kind of. Um, philosophy evolved over the course yeah. of her career mind you she's in 40 years now um how did that happen for you was it the same yeah. well you know those are always quite unique the stories and where where people's origins are um for me i would traditional dentistry but always skeptical about you know when you see the ingredients of amalgam fillings you're you're like that doesn't look good yeah um but so you know you're if you're skeptical I tend to be when new information's in front of me, mm-hmm. but, but I, I guess it was 15 years of practice till I, till I knew through, you know, whatever you want to say, I don't know how spiritual you are or anything, but like, you know, I'll say God put someone in right in my room that, that gave me some information. Mm-hmm. And so of course you read it, you know, you try to read everything someone gives you, mm-hmm. you know, I think this is like being diligent about like, uh, who you what energy you bring into your life and stuff. So anyway, I read about it and I, and I learned about um, a number of things in terms of biological dentistry, but I was focused on the, I love the nutrition part. Mm-hmm. That's when I got introduced to Weston Price's concepts and I can talk about those and carries K2 and, you know, the pumping system in the, in the, in the teeth that we, that we know now, recognize now, but these things are very not <laughs> understood. And you, in conventional dentistry or you know traditional dentistry in schools, they're not really teaching some of this stuff. I mean, we have a lot more nutrition than physicians, you know, but we we don't really focus down in on that, and we really should. Uh, for, and I have a bunch of notes to talk about, you know, all oral hygiene things, mm-hmm. you know, that would be good to talk about. But but anyway, when I found that out, I. I had still had amalgams in my mouth, so mm. I was like a patient about, and so that that's how you learn. And then I started deep diving, and it was, it was probably early. You know, the evolution of the iPad was probably just the beginning of the iPad in two thousand nine. So I bought one. I still had the dome like yeah. shape on the yeah. back. Yeah. You know, oh, it yeah. Flat. yeah. Yeah. So um, it's so analog now, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes. So so I started re- downloading papers and learning about what biological dentistry meant. And I, you know, you, you talk about, uh, when you introduce me, I'm thinking it's really, I, I, I didn't really invent all this thing except for the name, which my wife actually thought of. So I would say, I just put the pieces together of the founding fathers of all these things, mm-hmm. these concepts. So I always give my teachers credit. And also the, the fact that you read something like this and, and then there's a bunch of papers, you know, that tells you, sure. And yeah. those papers, those things, they always stack, you know, they learn one more thing and one yeah. more thing and one more thing. And so when I was in, in dental school, there was like, uh, 
cyclic P450 enzyme, and that was it. You know, mm. it was very limited in terms of what we knew. Now we know all the bunch of enzymes that we have uh, in our liver and stuff. So anyway, uh, going down that, then I just started going to every conference I could think of, or that had biological holistic dental society, IABDM, which is uh, uh, a smaller group. And then the, uh, the international Academy of oral medicine, toxicology. And then these people become your peeps, you know, like you say, your peeps. So my, these are my, whatever, uh, we think differently in a lot of ways. I mean, I know some liberals and I know some very conservatives, and, but I know about freezing up because I know a lot of Canadians now, which I love. <laughs> that they, they freezing you them up. You don't say that. You, know, you can tell up, people. You say, you we, say don't, we don't say freezing. You anesthetize or you we numb. say numb. Yeah. Anesthetize. Oh no, we say yeah. freezing. Numb them. You say numb, numb them yeah. up. We say freeze them up because we oh. live with, yeah. with polar it, bears most of the time, so it's all. I love freezing. it. I love saying. It's cute. I, I like say. It. I always say. You know, Canadians. I always say, shake their lip and. Canadians say freeze, and you know, sometimes I say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Interesting. So, uh, I yeah. So that. So I. I. Yeah. So that's how. Uh, how I got to. You know. Fast forward. Yeah. To today, I'm building the ideas. You know, I went to Switzerland and learned under Dr. Volz, Volz, and in the Swiss biohealth, and then you start learning about materials. So, so now we're doing ceramic implants, yeah. and now we're doing mm-hmm. like PRGF and platelet-rich uh, growth factors for bone health. And then you start talking about how bone can grow and then in kids and you talk about – so anyway, there's a lot of subjects we can talk about, yeah. but I love all of it and I, I want to go wherever you want to go with I this. Go I, with- I would like to say the safety stuff from the FDA. That's the only thing I really have on my agenda sure. or I'll get in trouble. Oh, no, okay. of we, course. We will- what, one thing that I want to talk to ask you is if someone is listening to this and this kind of resonates with them where they feel like – the current place where they're practicing, they'd like to implement something new. How would you, do you remember what the first thing was that you introduced? Because obviously there's an evolution of stuff. And the, the most difficult thing is when you go to a conference and you learn 50 things and you try and implement yeah. them all on Monday morning. Like the reality is not all of them are going to stick. How would, yeah. how do you, do you recall taking that first step into practicing a completely different philosophy like it's it is a completely different mindset yeah well if you if this resonates with anybody a lot of it's common sense uh in terms of like what you should have in your body so a good example is when you're pregnant you guys are pregnant um you're you're told not to have tuna you know maybe maybe not even eat tuna tuna, cold cuts right so so I know that if you open a can of tuna, you can sniff the mercury vapor coming off of that can hmm. of tuna. You know, I know that now and I know too many things. It's very, you know, scary how much stuff, so you know, like I know a dumb dumb lollipop. No, wait, wait, like, what about a dumb dumb lollipop? Wait, what? A dumb dumb lollipop is made from GMO corn uh, beets, probably grown in Canada, you know, so it probably has oh. it's gotta be Canadian. It can't be any from anywhere Obviously, else. It's gotta, it's gotta be, Canadian. be Canadian. Obviously. Well I said Canadian it could be anywhere, <laughs> I'm sorry. But they, they grow a lot up there, the sugar. You know, if that's beets. the problem with that stuff is is once you hear it or once you learn it or once you smell it, once you experience it, you can't like unlearn it. You can't forget it. It's just it's there, right? Like the the first yeah. time I learned that there's like on average like four cockroach legs in a Reese's peanut butter cup. I was like, I can never eat a Reese's no peanut butter cup. No way, ever again. really? Yeah, yeah. 
No, they, they like they real. fall into the vat or whatever. I don't know. Google it. But you know, it's it's those things that like, that, like you just like, it changes on your you lifetime. Twenty five spiders will crawl into crawl your, in your mouth, mouth or whatever sleeping. when you're sleeping. I don't yeah, know if that's real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they take some, as long as they take some like black with anaerobic them. bacteria with them. That's, yeah, that's negative good. stuff. Like this, do you, like yeah. I want them to get in there yes. and take the gram yeah. negative take the stuff. Take the tentacle out. Specialized, specialized spiders. Can we inject them with some nanotechnology? So when you started to integrate some of these holistic modalities you you started to kind of how fast yeah Yeah. and and also how did the patients respond because this is this is a bit they're they're used to the drill and fill right that's Mm. i I will say most patients that's what they're expecting a dentist that addresses uh, shoulder pain neck pain migraines that's not something that society has been conditioned to affiliate with a dentist Mm -hmm. they just haven't so what what was what was that transition like and how did the patients respond well, I guess I would say, you know, I'm learning these new things and there's new information all the time. And I would say to people, uh, well, once you learn like an abfraction is probably a clusal problem, uh, you look and see if they may have hypertension, you might go to the whole, they might have no neck, they may not have any neck problems, but they might have snoring. So then you start to ask about sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just, I look at people's I never say I can fix their systemic problems in terms of like, you know, hypothyroid or anything like that or hypothyroid. Um, but I, I, I look at their situation, what's their sickness, and then I build from there and start going uh, into seeing like very individual, uh, like you were talking about, individualizing sort of treatment. Yeah. Uh, but looking at what, of course, the, the most problematic thing. And I always talk about, uh, you know, you're, you were talking about the bleeding gums, you know, these signs and symptoms, uh, most disease does not, and it's on my website, um, you know, I talk about hidden infections. Most dental disease doesn't hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and that, so when you start, so if you're really, if you got into dental school and you're, or even hygiene and you're thinking, look at the physiology and common sense stuff, like doing things that you shouldn't do, like, you know, about margins under the gum and, mm-hmm. and that stuff that, that is going against the biology, the biological width. Right. So you can kind of understand where I'm coming from when I say, uh, you know, maybe 20% of the population is nickel sensitive. So maybe they shouldn't have a titanium implant, which contains, you know, nickel. So, so then you start thinking about biological materials in general and find out that, uh, you know, the amalgam fillings, uh, that, that probably six to 20% of people are allergic to that. They have chronic sinusitis and stuff. So you start to look at, and I always blame mercury on it. I, mercury is like the devil as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, so I always, always say that's the number one thing because it can cause, cause problems with electrical, uh, you know, galvanism mm-hmm. was taught in the forties and fifties in dental school and they don't teach galvanism anymore. So these are the things we do. I not, mean, I, not I, really. I, we do is that the same as galvanic shock? Yeah, yeah. But okay. So it, so it's not, it's not more than a mention i would say in a class okay so it was more it's of a mention a big, it wasn't yeah, like I, a, I think hygienists yeah. study it. Uh, well maybe that makes you feel better doctor that hygienists are studying it because <laughs> we mean, need to know about it i wouldn't say that i know much about it other than like recognizing the term and realizing right. and what it is it's not a how, good thing yeah right. you don't want but it. so so i would i would say integrating your practice or trying to think about your practice and how you would you would ramp up I mean, you can get one room for safety amalgam removal and you want to pay it. I guess my, my motivation was altruistic in some ways, but selfish in other ways in terms of like protecting myself. Sure. And then I kind of like the environment. So I learned that amalgam was, you know, 
banned in many Scandinavian countries because the environment, yeah. not not the people. So you learn all these things. But I would put a, a something that's going to. We have a safe. Uh, we have a suction that looks like a. Well, you you know yeah. uh, if you worked, but it, it looks like a. It looks like a. Uh, it's like a vacuum, uh, the, like on a, the Teletubbies. The, yeah. On the Teletubbies, the new new, yeah. or or we say Snuffleupagus or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, which is from Sesame Street. But uh, it it basically has a, a filter system that's a circular kind of thing. It blows out the it down down onto the floor, but it went through all the carbon filtration system, like a HEPA filter, and then it has a sulfur fil- filter, right. which uh, scavenges the vapor. So that one item costs two grand, but between that and the negative ion generator and then your masks, you're not in big time. I right. mean, loops cost more. Not that I want to put your loops down, but I, I, loops cost a lot of money, sure. you know, but, let's, but to invest in a room. Let's talk about that before we, let's talk about what the, let's do the problem consequence solution kind of model. So we, we understand the problem with mercury. Let's talk about the consequences, long-term effect consequences of, um, Two, two things, uh, improperly removing amalgam and not having these systems in place. And I love you. And let's talk about, yeah, let's, let's talk about <laughs> that's no, that's a great mm-hmm. question. Yeah. That's a and fantastic let, let's question. talk about pre procedurally planning for the removal of amalgam. Cause I think more often than not, it's like new patient exam happens. This amalgam needs to be removed. They come in. It's like every other day on Tuesday, the amalgam comes out yeah. It goes God knows where into your chair, into your sections, into the air, onto the floor, into your mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And then a new filling goes in and then the end. Like that's the reality for many yeah. dental practices where they exactly. don't talk about, yeah. you know, what does your diet need to change for a little bit? And let's talk about your vitamin consumption and are we increasing your vitamin C so it decreases the absorption of these these metals into the bloodstream? I mean, these are things that most people don't talk about. So how do you right. communicate this to a human, to a patient? And then how do you, what's the plan? How do you do that in your, yeah. in your, in your practice? So, so most people are on a health journey or, you know, they've seen 20 doctors and don't know what's going on. So they're already cognizant of the fact that there is some kind of prep. So usually they're on vitamin C. Usually they're, oh, uh, you guys like to talk about poop a little bit. Usually they're going to the bathroom every day. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things we ask, you know. Are they detoxing? And then some people say, I don't know if you know what MTHFR is, you know, but some of these these uh, genes that they're checking out now and, and detoxification pathways are not good, so they have to even do more. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have a clinic that's near us that does IV, you know, post surgery, post uh, mercury removal, wow. you know, and so so they even do a Myers cocktail mm-hmm. and, and other things. So the, they'll do uh, that kind of stuff, but. I mean, we usually bolus with uh, several days before, and they'd stop the day of. And um, as far as as far as hydration is important for some of the surgeries I'm doing, you know, we, we when we have to get their platelets. But as far as prep, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I think the safe removal part of that is key in terms of like uh, putting it back into the body, but really being ready to re- for it to release. Once you get it out of the, there are some theories that say that you have this toxic load that's continuing to like screw up the liver bile sort of uh, dumping ground, and so you reabsorb your mercury. So mm-hmm. that's why some comp there's some there's some charcoal that people are you know binders Activated that you take at charcoal. night. Yeah, yeah. 
not yeah. the stuff that you get in your toothpaste, Coconut. people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. not the same stuff as your your charcoal toothpaste. It's activated. Yeah. Charcoal, so those so those are those are great. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, those are all like great, and actually, that's an abrasive, and it's been you know I've yeah. been careful with the yeah. activated charcoal. Um, but but in any event, you're you're right. There's a prep, and and but it depends on like the the patient's awareness. Uh, if it's a cold, you know, patient that just from here locally, they, some people know, some people don't. I advertise on the on NPR about the safe removal, uh, which can be taught by. To, Anybody could take a class like that from the IOMT, and it's they just learn the safety protocols. And we were trying to train people that are, um, you know, in the in the real world of dentistry mm-hmm. that are, that haven't gone down the big rabbit hole we've gone down. Yeah. You know, we're trying to train up people because it is dangerous. And I have several patients that got sick afterwards. You know, not from my office, but in in an, in an unsafe environment. What does that environment. look like? What yeah. would, how, how does, would how one would identify? How yeah. How do we know if someone's been sick? Or gotten sick. Well, if you have any major major issues like arthritis, oh, okay. MS, ALS, those things are huge. But or if people have like their psych, psychological issues because it's like a neurotoxin that fogginess that yeah. I've heard I've heard people that have had their amalgams removed in in our old practice where they just felt like this like cloud had been lifted on their brains. Yeah. And I, I don't know what yeah. that's like. I've never had a silver filling before, right. but I yeah. can imagine for me, it's like well, when it I've is, had too it, many the, glasses of wine and then I sober up really fast. Like that's probably what it that's feels what it's like. like. That's like exactly what it's commercial. like. Yeah. It's like the, the think, mad commercials with the glasses in yeah. front of you. Like don't drink yeah. and drive. Then yeah. To me, it's like a Snickers commercial, you know, with the anger, but it's not oh, necessarily the anger. It's any oh, other yeah. emotion. Okay. <laughs> it's another emotion Got that it. gets sort of lifted quickly. What when does you a medical you, history but, form look like in your office or a, a questionnaire for – like I went to an ENT today um, and the questions that he was asking, I didn't even think to ask or to that would ever be asked of me like – do you find yourself angry? And I didn't realize like a blocked nostril could equal being angry, but I guess a lack of oxygen affecting your brain, affecting your sleep could ultimately make you yeah. not be a happy human. What do those well, questions in children, look like? In children, that, in children, that's really true. I mean, the, the, when they have sleep disorder breathing, they can be mean in the morning and that's because they didn't sleep very well. So it is – and actually if you – if you look at some sleep studies, if they if they wake you early uh, and they ask you to write down adjectives, they tend to be negative and, and sort of not great. But if you had a night great night's sleep, you know you're more positive in the morning, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so that, what was the first thing you started to, ask to, our, to add to our pediatric yeah, my, forms? Mine is there are some questions about amalgam fillings, like like it's more of a do you know that amalgam fillings have mercury? You know, like it's more of that kind okay. of questionnaire. We used to have a bigger one. Now we just say, this is what I, you know, in our, in our treatment planning, we're saying we would like these to be, it's always the patient's choice what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, in my office, I never say anything like, uh, we only any, do anything. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. So I don't have any hard and fast things, you know? Um, but, like I have a, a friend who uses ozone, uh, like I do. Mm-hmm. We use do you ozone make your own ozone? Another... We used to make our own ozone. Oh wow! Yeah, we make ozone water. 
we have ozone water and we use ozone gas on the, you know, but um, she used to say you have to get an ozone tray for perio. And if you don't, then you can't join the practice. Mm. I mean, you can do that if it's everybody. I, yeah. I guess. Would you, you know, ozonate that's... oil and then give it to the patients to put in the trays? Well, ozonated oil is uh, difficult to make. It takes a long time. Yeah. So usually it's water. We There's a gas sort of thing. Right. That's It's like a, uh, it's like a perio tray mm-hmm. with holes on either side and you're passing the gas through passing the gas uh through the uh through the episode title passing the ozone gas gas. (laughs) you know we have to we haven't had a funny thing happen in a while so that's right yeah so so too serious so aside from the amalgams because i i know that that seems to be a deep-rooted focus in holistic dentistry and i know when we talk about holistic dentistry or even like biological dentistry there is a deeper rooted focus on you know, health. I love that your uh, the name of your practice is the Dental Wellness Center because uh, how often do we feel as though we're providing sick care, not health care, to people? Um, so you. there's a, a deep rooted layer to when you're removing amalgams, you're doing it because you're you know wanting to rid the body of these you know neurotoxins and things like that. Um, and so holistic dentistry, you know, aside from just focused on those amalgams and you know ozone water and things like that, what are some other things that uh, traditional practice may not necessarily have that yours does? What different types of care are you providing to patients that uh, really uh, help move you into more of that biological or holistic space? Well, I, I tend to talk about nutrition quite a bit and just prepping for all these things and for implant placement, for uh, bone health, you know, healing the bone. So I talk about K2, D3, mm-hmm. A, boron, all the things that make up bone. And, um, you know, we, it, this whole COVID thing, I mean, people's D levels are in the, in yes. the basement, yeah. you know, it's just terrible. And that's, and there was a good study f- between the Italians and the, you know, we're in one and J- Japanese were another and Japanese didn't have much death in the elderly because their D levels were over 55, mm-hmm. you know, so, but, uh, but all those things are part of our practice. We, we kind of, uh, you know, we, we do talk about hygiene and just general speaking about like oil pulling and those types of things. Um, how do we make it different? Uh, always like if there's a, if there's a full blown chronic issue, I'm going to talk about it. Mm. So if there's diabetes, I'm going to talk about it. If it's, there's heart disease, I'm going to talk about that maybe possible connections. And we use meridian charts, which are kind mm. of, you know, Eastern, Eastern philosophy, Eastern medicine, uh, it's sort of like how you have, uh, well, the brain has a complete like homunculus of the body, right? So it doesn't, it's not a stretch to say, I mean, it might be a stretch to say your ear, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but your ear and your feet have like, you know, the connections to the parts of the body yeah. and actually trigger points and Hands acupuncture do too, points don't they? overlap. I mean, we used to do yeah. this technique where you would press in a certain area if you were feeling stressed and we had, yeah, if you do that, if you do that right here, right. you'll, that usually hurts yeah. most of us who we'll use our hands all the yeah. time. But it's a, yeah, it's a stress yeah. trigger. So we, but I talk about these things. I talk about their bodies, and like I, I say, this is how this should work. I, you know, if their airway is not good, I'm going to talk about their airway. Um, but it's just, it's just a better way to look at the whole body, and not, you know, it's not teeth and gums. It's, it's you know, teeth, you know, the TMJ, the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and some, uh, you know, people ringing in the ears related to mercury. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many signs and symptoms of different things that could be related. And I say it could be, you know, I never promise anything. And I always say there's, 
I, I hedge a little bit in terms of, you know, right. that because I don't want to say it's complete. Like I had a patient with um, AFib and, you know, they have commercials that say uh, AFib, you know, unexplained AFib, you know, a, anything that's no known etiology of anything in my mind, if they have mercury in their mouth or a root canal or a cavitation or some kind of problem, it's a hidden infection that may be a problem. Mm. You know, we can see C-reactive protein going up. Why is their CRP way up? Mm-hmm. Well, they have nothing else going on. They do all the doctor stuff. They go in the treadmill, no problems. Well, they have like oral infections that are not hurting. So, so you said it. Let's, let's, let's dive into this now. The root canal conversation. Yeah. The... Um, you know, that, that I mean, video, whole, like the, yes, Netflix the Netflix series, the root cause. It, yes. It's just, so walk us through this. Like what, what's yeah. the deal with root canals? Well, this is like the big, you know, what is it? The Pandora's box yeah. of, of holistic dentistry sure. in, in our, in the, in the Academy, International Academy of Oral Medicine Toxicology, IAOMT. Um, which I wanted to just pitch them because they've you know, probably saved my life in terms of just my uh, my cognitive abilities and my things that I'm doing now that I probably wouldn't be uh, wow. if I didn't discover this because I'm a very busy, uh, you know, I've always been in a busy practice. I always wanted to do this work and I, my for my own health. I, I you know, I take you no know, medications and I have my yoga mats and all the stuff that I do t- to walk the walk and stuff. But, you know, I would say uh, the root canal thing has I, it has its origins for me in Weston Price's work. And then it's been – his work has been validated in terms of like DNA. So so I look at physiology. I look at DNA and I look at biology of, of, of the system. So if a kidney nephrons aren't working, you have kidney – that kidney in itself, the cells are not working, right. the kidney's not working properly. So a tooth, you know, we just think of teeth as just these hard things, and you guys respect this more than anybody, but the fact that it's, you know, a live tissue and, and there's a lymphatic system and there's a there's a there's a an immune system of a tooth. Well those teeth um, are connected to uh, meridians, so that's why we look at that. And you don't you know there's uh, I mean there's the big C word uh, that's been connected, but the, the heart disease, uh, has been really connected because of via perio. And so when I say peri, if I see on a 3d cone beam that I have in my office or anybody's, and you see doming and you see change, huge changes on a tooth that had a root canal, you may suspect, and you see fluid in the sinus. Okay. You know, the ENT stops at the sinus floor and then the dentist begins, or is there some kind of no There's man's no land there? between yeah. the two, unfortunately. It's the Schrederian membrane, I think. <laughs> That's is the that bridge? the no man's land? Yeah. Schrederian. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Google to say it for me. I'm like, Google, say that for me. Yeah. The dictionary says it for you. Uh, it, sounds like, it sounds like it's a planet on Star Trek. It kind of does. Shri- yeah. Yeah. The Schrederian people. Yeah. They have no gums. They have no teeth. No, I don't know what. To... Yeah. <laughs> but they just have membranes. They just walk in uh, membranes. Yeah. But anyway, oh, good sound effect for the radio. Uh, anyway, so I would say, I would say, if you take all the things that I said, you know, looking at the tooth structure, looking at the anatomy, physiology, then you start to say, well, what happens if you take out the blood supply? Okay. In my mind and all the physiology I know and the things I was explaining a little bit earlier is it's not a fountain anymore. 
it's a sponge. Okay, so the tubules, if you look at the dentinal tubules, it's the, you know, odontoblast and you have a projection going all the way out to the side at the ligament. Right. So if you study anatomy of a tooth, okay, you can see uh, thousands and thousands, you know, tens of thousands of tubules. So they used to occupy a, a, a body of a, a cell and they don't anymore. And so mm-hmm. you guys like micro, you can have a, a dentinal tubule and you can have six, six bacteria standing here saying na 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 to the white cell because the white cell is too big to get even near there. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the kind of stuff I think about. It's very like uh, – you can see it's kind of artsy and it's kind of woo-woo to the traditional dentist because it's just – you're not really – you're focusing so much on the body – you're not really thinking about all the, I mean, we still do the dentist, dental arts the way we, that mm-hmm. everybody does it, except we're not using these materials. So in any event, so the, the root canal controversy is like, is that, is there anything that we should put in our body or anything that dies in our body? Do we leave it? So right. I tell people that there are 2000 amputations a day in the United States. Really? That many? Yeah. And so... I could double check, but I, I believe that to be the case. And because um, diabetes is off the rails now. And, yeah. But, like you know, they don't put plastic. <laughs> yeah. Does she? Yeah. They don't put they don't put plastic in your toe and wait to, you know, they even they're using leeches in some places and they're right. doing some interesting thing trying to get the blood flow back. But um, I'm going to be on a podcast called Lifeblood. I don't know if you know that guy. He seems mm-hmm. really interesting. And I just I did a whole list of just blood because I thought I'm going to kind of maybe throw it out there as mm-hmm. a pitch to him because you know, I talk about lymph, blood, you know, and the, and the connection in the periodontal ligament, kind of going with blood flow and stuff. But but anyway, after after it is is uh, un- not vital anymore, as you know, the the forces that it can feel are just the periodontal ligament at that point now so it doesn't really have all the information coming into it anymore because the crown of a tooth and the pulp and everything you sense you sense pressure so it's not really doing the function maybe we could get away with it in a healthy person maybe maybe uh you know this is true that diabetics the root canals fail twice the rate so so something's happening with immune function there's uh so what I was saying about Weston Price, Weston Price showed that they were toxic by using rabbits in different studies. Mm-hmm. And, um, but today, now we've done the DNA. Every every single tooth that comes out is is riddled with uh, bugs that you would never want in a periodontal pocket. Interesting. I'd love to see. So what that so I just go from there, like. and I and then yeah, that would be the, cool. Well, I have mm-hmm. one from my mom, and you know, my mom actually had. I asked her before she passed away if I could talk about her, you know, but she had amoeba, which is really? usually found in like unclean water, yeah. I mean, like a septic situation. So that's, so How that's the definition that? of it. Like what, where, those are, those are two it's questions a, it's that I fragments. want. fragments. How do you test yeah. for that? And also I want to briefly, cause I know we could talk about it forever, touch about um, biologic material testing and what types mm-hmm. of, and what, your yeah. material test. Every office is different. Yeah, um, I want, those are the two questions. Well, well, the the the, the, the DNA is. Uh, there are a couple labs that'll do DNA analysis, and really, it's using fragments and or uh, pieces of DNA that would be of individual like uh, specificity. 
So you can see like 80 different types of bacteria and you might know the more virulent ones. In fact, the ones that we see in arthromas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so you can say, well, you're more at risk for this or that. But um, Tom Levy has shown, you know, the cardiac uh, situation is that the bugs that they see in cardiology, you know, you have you have increase in C-reactive protein, but it's from IL-6 and um, uh, tumor necrosis factor alpha and others and rantus and other things causing inflammation. But it's it, you can go on and on. But the point is, like, healthy teeth have enough problems too, you right. know, just, just mm-hmm. keeping every, the periodontium. periodontium. Uh, so, um, yeah, so the DNA is grown or the DNA is utilized to see in terms of uh, what's the most virulent and then what's the most abundant. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like if you had one tooth yeah. and they wash it all and they kind of get it all together and mm-hmm. figure out the DNA. But, but you know, that um, I think because of this rapid, uh, rapid uh, ability to, to turn over DNA and like kind of figure what it is, figure out what it is. But, um, you know, and then the other thing is just like you smell it, you look at it, you look at a tooth that's had endo. It doesn't look happy. It doesn't look healthy. It's not something you'd really want. If it's changing um, color, it tells you mm -hmm. something. Yeah. If your arm started turning gray, (laughs) you'd be worried. In this case, if your tooth is turning gray, we're just going to do some internal bleaching and throw it That's right. Well, let's just bleach it out. We're going to mask that grayness of this well, thing I, I dying try- inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are stressing all these things. I'm trying to be very diplomatic about this. You know? <laughs> Don't be. Because it is a huge it is a huge thing, and it's like 15 million uh, root canals this year yeah. is going to be. And, um, you know, and I don't, I, I, I feel like I have a secret, you know, right. and I tell people these things, but it's, to me, it's common sense when you look at the research and it's, yeah. it's sort of like, uh, but I, I don't want to be like a, um, you want to be that guy. I'm a, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but it, it's, I'm also tasked with having this information in my head sure. and trying to disseminate these things. Mm-hmm. That's why, like I talk about, you know, the, when I first started holistic dentistry, okay, the FDA now has said who, who maybe wants to have a root, uh, a mercury and who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. And so high they're saying maybe it's not a paper a- that says high risk, uh, pregnancy, nursing moms, people, people who, who are, are sensitive, sensitive to mercury, mercury copper tin. What's the last one? Or people neurological, with neurological or kidney or dysfunction. Kidney dysfunctions. Hmm. So this is people who would want to have. No, they're high maybe they're, would they're, they're making a yeah they're making a graph to show that these that maybe wasn't a graph that was like that they, they used Canva and the the templated pictures yeah. on Canva. I think they did. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. Um, but but what they're saying these may be that they're recommending that amalgams not be used. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the problem is there's these white you know man out or just not white but any man i mean is you're not probably not wrong there unless let's they, just be realistic yeah and they're probably yeah. they're so, probably in their mid to, to boomer life right so so what i was going to say is so the fine print is should you have these removed and the and the, the fda says exposure uh if you take them out ex- you have exposure, a temporary increase in mercury vapor released during the removal process. So that's what we are kind of – the FDA has said we need to protect our patients if we're taking them out. Right. Well, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the then, thing that everyone says. And I think patients know this, that removing it is just as scary as keeping it in. And there's this philosophy that if you disturb it, 
then perhaps it's worse than if you leave it alone. And then there's the philosophy of what does it look like? Is it shiny, which means it's an occlusion. And every time you're chewing and eating on it, it's slowly releasing mercury into your food and everyday life. Or is it dull and kind of corroded looking, which then means either you don't have an acidic diet or it's not in high function. So then there's this like identification that most people don't learn about. I didn't learn that in school. I learned that in yeah. life and in, in practice. So then it's like, well, what the chicken or the egg? Like mm -hmm. if you can't right. remove it safely because you don't have the resources to do it in your practice, what do you do? Well, the answer should be you refer it to someone who can. Yeah. I think people can be caught up pretty fast on how to do it correctly and, and feel good about it. Yeah. And, and actually there are scholarships for hygienists and dentists at the IOMT so you are you don't saying even have that you're nominating me for a scholarship for knowing all I this information? Mean. I am honored. How exciting <laughs> you, you! You use my you use my name and call the IOMT. Listen, they, let they me tell you, gladly, Doctor Mark Dinola nominated yeah. me. Sometimes <laughs> drop drop my name. Say he's looking for a middle name. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, before we wrap up, I do have one final question for you, and that really it, this is going to be a little bit of a provocative question, but. Uh -oh. What would you, holistic dentistry does not necessarily have the reputation that I think you are working to establish. And that is, we look at the evidence, we read the research, we're looking at, it, like, we don't learn about meridians in dental hygiene school. We don't learn about meridians in dental school. Yeah. You see those maps and you're like, okay, but we don't learn about them. So because we didn't learn about them, we don't think that they exist matter we think that they're woo woo we think they're hippy dippy that holistic dentistry um you know most holistic dentists are like you where they are doing the research they are affiliated with organizations they you know are focused on health wellness vitality environmental safety etc and yet when you hear the word holistic dentistry a lot of people think oh here we go right you're going to get like some kombucha yeah. drinking yeah yoga and I'm not judging because I do yoga and I, I mean I and there's kombucha, also but... <laughs> like there's there are like really bad stories that come out of it like right yeah. everyone remembers a story about the crystal bed and like the guy that had the like cult in Brazil and then there was like all of like he's performing surgeries on people and it was very like um it was a bad situation that was happening yeah, yeah. and then that get got connotated to the people that were followers of him I mean, I don't, Katrina might not yeah. know the story, but you know the well, story. Well, I guess I get. Are you are you so, basically asking about people's prejudice towards or or their thought pattern when they hear the word like biological holistic guess, dentist, and, or or are you saying like I don't understand your question? Maybe. No, yeah, so, sorry, I, <laughs> sorry, I didn't, I didn't get to it yet. So stay tuned, tuned, everybody. Oh, okay. So my it's my longer. Qu <laughs> my my question to you is. Because of this, do a flip flop. Do a flip flop. <laughs> yeah, flip, from, the, from the flippity flip. Here you <laughs> go. From the flippity, flippity flip. flip. Here is Katrina rewinding to ask the actual question. So my question to you is, my final question is, what what do you have to say? Um, you know, as we wrap up this episode, to anybody who's thinking, oh, a holistic. Okay, here we go. Or you know, there's there's that that um, stigmatization there. What? Yeah. What would you like to say? What would you want the world to know about the realities of holistic dentistry? I would say, it, well, if anybody wants to learn, they could 
I need an associate. I'll probably retire in about 15 years so they can learn from me. And many, many holistic dentists will teach uh, and want, want someone to learn. But what I would say is I think about the whole person. I think about the whole body and, and not just the teeth and gums. I think about their sleep. So it's not really the dent. You could leave dentistry out and you could just say, I, I think about the whole body, the whole person. That, that's my patient. So, I mean, I even talk, I mean, we even chit chat, you know, you probably do this, you know, you, you know about, like I looked at the, this woman's grandson, you know, drooling on the, you know, look how he's eating this food, you know, and it yeah. actually was funny because the food like jumped back up on the tongue and the kid's like, oh, no. you know, and, and yeah. good, I said, good gag reflex, good gag reflex, you know, but uh, anyway, you, it's whole, it's the whole person that's in your office and uh and I and I've never been about the money, although now it seems like that's you know important with the things I'm doing, like to, to pay for like a 3D and, right. and to well, pay for things, and I, and and I just gave my staff a raise. Sure. So it's, oh. my my staff my they keep talking about gas and food and everybody, you know. And I yeah. just my one friend who's holistic dentist told me he's given his staff raises two times, and I feel like maybe I should be doing that. Anyway, I don't I'm not trying to get uh, kudos from the the world that's listening to you guys, but it's, I think just talk about the whole, the whole body and that, um, that it's the most intimate place in the body because, you know, your epith, I wouldn't say this to the patient, but you know, the, the, the gasket that is your periodontium is the most intimate place to your bloodstream. Yeah. And then you have 700 species of bacteria right next to it. So every, everything I do is about like, keep those bugs out of there. You know, it's not like our gut that has a mucus layer between the, the epithelium. Yeah. So it's like this, this, that, that gasket is what you guys focus on not hurting and injuring and yeah. being kind to. And so what I say is I don't want to introduce like more problems into the body. And so yeah. wow. that's where we go back to the dental materials and we go back to the, you know, that kind of thing. And occlusion so important, yeah. you know, so. For sure. Uh, it's, it's the concept of do no harm. And do good. And are we doing harm in some of the things yeah. we're doing? And I'll tell anybody who's a regular guy, regular traditional dentist that just got out of school or, or who's been practicing, it's never too late to learn this stuff. Yeah. I mean, just open your mind and say, and in fact, I could say, I, I, I was told that people would drive and fly and see me. And I thought, no way is that going to happen. You know, I'm so busy. I don't need this podcast actually to help me get busier. I'm busy. It's not even that. It's just, I'm trying to teach people this and I'm so happy you guys know so much about this and you're brave enough to like to go down this road because that's what everyone needs to do in medicine too uh we can't just cover up symptoms of everything your generation seems to be I think I don't know I don't know what how old you are but the way you guys talk I mean, I'm actually 64 thank you so <laughs> <laughs> I used so to want to be younger and now I want to be older I want to at least say yeah. that I'm older remember when you were like 15 you're like I'm actually 17 and like mm -hmm. those two years made a mm -hmm. huge difference so now at 36 I'm like I'm actually 43 thank you for noticing my skin <laughs> yeah no. well I won't ask you how you anyway, feel about what, Botox because I don't I really want to know say, your answer. Let's, since we're um, talking about but toxins. let's just, you know, I, hyaluronic acid, I'm sure that that's a good thing because it's part of our – but I don't know how you feel about Botox, yeah. but let, let's just not go there. Let's, it's a poison. Yeah. But you can use PRF and you can inject with PRF. But I have to do it twice as much and I don't have time for that. It's just more convenient well, you have such a good smile. for her to put toxins. You want to you be on the podcast like this? 
I mean, no laughing, no smiling. Uh, Well, thank you, Dr. Danola. This was an amazing episode. Well, a good splint, a good splint is better than Botox in the masseter. Yes. How about that? Agreed. There you go. Agreed. Okay. For sure. There you go. Um, Katrina, tis time. Tis time. Can we do a part two? Can we do a part two with you guys? Of course, we can do a part two. Okay. I think in a part two, we should talk about the team side. We should talk about us as hygienists looking for a new job and like getting hired or finding someone that follows the same kind of philosophies. I think like I didn't, I wasn't a believer until I started working in a holistic office and my boss didn't push it on me. It was kind of interesting. I don't, and I don't know on the employer side, like we should talk about like what that's like. Cause I know you've got, you've got a relatively that's small team, right? So yeah, I have a team, but I, I, I guess I influence them, but you have to come to it yourself. You have to come to it yourself. And, she, and it was the yeah. same thing. She didn't push me. She taught me, she told me and taught me about, you know, why I should use ozone in a monojet syringe and use it in between or during SRPs and why cool. I should like, it was, it was very yeah. subtle. So I, I'd love to talk about that with you perhaps in a part two, we should get that in on the team. Side. Whatever you want to do. If you invite me back, I would, uh, That'd be it cool. would be a pleasure. For sure. too. Anytime. Yeah. You guys are fun. Thank you. I, I hope, I but, hope the podcast was like both things you wanted. I mean, that's oh, what it yeah. is, right? Oh, but just uh, sure. time, Dr. Dr. Dinola, do you know what time it is? It's time for tooth or dare. No. I don't even know what to do. Like oh, my gosh. How much you've studied I'm us. So I'm like so I don't even listen to three podcasts. Wow. That, three is, podcasts. that is, I hope the three were the best ones. That's amazing. Well, the one about the people pooping in their chair, that never happened to me. <laughs> That was bad. We do love talking oh my about gosh. poop. <laughs> oh, the couples. Is that the one with the couples where the husband and the wife, like the yeah, husband I, I, sympathy poop? Did, did they ever get back to you? Did know. they ask? Could did you guys ask? No, no. They just pooped just, the chairs They just and pooped left. and ran. <laughs> and they requested their staff, to be transferred. <laughs> I told my staff that my and my secretary, I heard her say, my husband would never do Aww, that. Oh, that's See, so that's, cute. And that is true love. And so this that, is this is people. For. This is how we get more subscribers. So please tell people the ridiculous <laughs> stories that we talk about and share the episodes because that is the only way we can what's we the, grow. What's the molar of the story? The molar, oh, molar the of the. She's like well, done. I'm so done. I'm so done. Ding, ding, he needs ding, to be ding, the ding, guest ding. of the next episode. This is yeah. I'm like I'm so I'm here for this. Yeah. This okay, amazing. but it's time. So so Just while Katrina time. and I warm up our fingers. Uh, Doctor Danola, you need to you need to to think. Oh, he's already guessing a tooth. But in the meantime, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus. Doc, are you on Instagram? No, I'm just on Facebook and um, Facebook. I do. I have a YouTube channel. Okay. Totally. What's What's your Facebook name? Just your Dental Wellness Center. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So so and then. yeah. We'll link all that stuff and my, below. my website, you have all that stuff. I got it all. Put down, right? We got it all. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Perfect. Okay. Ready, Katrina? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we Let's go. Let's do mean. it. Rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Shoot. Shoot. Oh, we scissored. Okay. Do it again. <laughs> Rock, do it again. paper, scissors. Shoot. Okay. She beat me. I did rock. She did I paper. Mean- I lost. Doc, you and me. Are you? Oh, you cover paper. Oh, you cover paper, right? Right. Yeah. I lost. I thought you smashed paper. No, no. no. <laughs> you set it on fire. Um, you and me, sir. Would you like to accept or dish? 
I'm not going to ask you guys to do anything. Is that what I mean? Oh, well, well I can okay, ask so you he- a tooth or you can ask me a tooth. Okay. Or a dare. But okay, you can ask me I'll a ask tooth. You to- okay, I'll ask you a tooth. Hmm. Irene's a really steamy. Oh. You do know this, right? Oh. Ooh. I don't know about that. Okay. Is this going to be sent? Is this going to be an R-rated thing? Probably. It's already explicit. She, we literally, we've podcast had guests world. say, no, I'm not doing no. that. I'll do a dare. They're like, I'm like, not literally, yeah. yeah. Well, I could. I mean, I might back out. Who knows? You might. My oh. battery's really low on my computer. All right, I'll be quick. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Here, here we go. You ready? Um, yeah. If Have you ever had a patient or have you ever heard of someone in your neighborhood a dentist talking shit about you because of your philosophies? And if so, what did you do? And I know the answer is yes, because that happens to everyone that's in the holistic yes. world. Yeah, I would, I'm not defensive um, about it. I've ha- actually had some comp- compliments lately, but um, usually it's – well, now it's this whole thing about what I, what I do that people think I – um, unethical because I'm taking out mercury. So I would say, I would correct them and say that there's nothing unethical about it. You know, it's ADA's, uh, has made a statement about it, but now since the FDA, they're always behind the eight ball because the FDA, they accepted the FDA's statement. So, but I've heard people, you know, when I first came into town talking trash and I, I was new, a newbie. So I didn't have like the vernacular and the, the ability to like defend myself. So I might've been a little bit uh, sad actually, like, cause it was my chosen path career and stuff, but I have a lot of support now, but in terms of trash, it's usually like he's too expensive mm. you know, or something like that. But I don't know. I, I, what was the question and do I accept it or what do yeah, I do? What do you do? What do you do in a situation like that? Or what, what would you, yeah. What, what have you done? Just like, if, I if mean, it was I like, I try to take the high road. Yeah. I try to take the high road with things and I, you know, I always work on, I always operate. On, I'm going to do my best, and if I if I don't, then I'll try to correct it or rectify it. So people know my integrity. I've been in this town for twenty, you know, three years, twenty four years now. So I think if people gossip, it's usually people know who the gossip person is, mm-hmm. and then they can kind of check. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not perfect. Believe me, I'm not perfect. But I'm trying to, like, I tried to be like. You know, this this was a fantastic podcast for me because I'm getting like my podcast legs now and feel pretty good about. I like your format, so I could see you guys. And by and, format, you mean the no format that we have? The, the lack of format because <laughs> we don't have one. The lack of format. I think that's what makes it best. I mean, it's just like a conversation between three people and honest answers, honest questions, unscripted, and just like if you were well, talking it's like to a, a conversation. Colleague, you know, that's the most important. Yeah, part. it was a good conversation. Yeah. yeah. Conversation was good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was like, there was, was like the post date feedback. You go on a date with someone and it's like, we're never going to date again. But like, how was the conversation? Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> was I funny? <laughs> anyway. Well, you might be friends with, you guys are both married now, right? But you had to do that whole thing. That must have been Katrina terrible. Katrina is unmarried. She is, she's very oh. much with a lumber sexual, but she is unmarried. Oh, that guy? The lumber guy? I'm with the lumber guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love. I was this. thinking. I think it'd have been a little awkward to be, you know, if you had um, certain hygiene requirements and didn't have running water, it might be sucky. One hundred percent. Thank you. I know that's what I'm saying. Yes, I know. 
I know. Bathing is important. Anywho, thanks again for tuning in to another very fantastic episode. Thank you, Dr. Danola, for for being on this episode with us. For sure, we're going to set up a part two to talk about team stuff. And it was was an honor having you here. Keep doing and keep rocking. You're you're amazing. Thank you. Thanks for your... your, uh, You guys were great. Thank you. All right. Until next time, peace out, peace. Ciao. Cheers. Ciao. I said peace out, peace. Peace out, peace. Peace out, peace. Peace love. Peace. Bye. Bye. Yes. Bye.